Welcome to the AFLW Fantasy Podcast here with your host, Michael. And I'm here with Josh, Josh Porter. He was the runner-up from last season. And uh, today we're joined by a very special guest. We've got the GOAT of AFLW Fantasy, Kiara Bowers. Bowers, how are you going? I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, thanks Michael, for joining us. We need to ask her, first of all, what does she prefer? Does she prefer the queen of fantasy football, the GOAT? I know, is it the pig? We call it the pig. What do you prefer, Kiara? The goat, the queen, or do the you just pig? want turbo? I'd, I'd just rather Kiara. Kiara? <laughs> Sounds good. Now, on the weekend, as most fantasy coaches are aware, and we're not sure whether you're aware, you broke the all-time AFLW fantasy record for points in a game. Uh, now, you held that for many years before Ebony Marinoff took it off you in 2021. Um, and so you actually took it back off her against her on the weekend. So maybe you can talk us through a bit about how you felt you went on the weekend with your 19 tackles and your 29 disposals. Uh, I'm a bit sore now, so that's how I'm feeling now. Uh, no, look, obviously, Ed Marinoff's an incredible player, so I'm pretty shocked I was able to steal it back off her. But it was a good game, obviously. Good, good to get a couple of touches. But, yeah, wish we got the win. It would have been made a little bit more special. Yeah. Now, you, uh, I know you don't have a lot of familiarity with fantasy football, um, but you've actually been the highest averaging fantasy player every year, even before fantasy was about um, every season that you've been in the competition. So you're basically fantasy royalty. Um, and there's a lot of the fantasy community that like you have a lot of fans in the fantasy community. Um, and you're actually the most traded in player on the weekend. So your score was a boon for a lot of coaches and people are very excited about that. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to take that as a compliment. Then. You should. Definitely um, compliment. Now, you obviously you had um, some COVID issues in the preseason, so you missed both preseason games. Um, and from a fantasy perspective, your scoring was a bit down on last season. Was that because of COVID? You took a bit to come into the season because you've definitely picked up in the last few weeks. Yeah, I think obviously I probably had about three weeks at home prior to round one, just because the family having COVID, you're not allowed around the girls. And yeah. then I eventually got it. And obviously, yeah, it affected my touch on the ball. And hopefully now we're all good and we got touch on the ball enough to get some, yeah, a couple more touches. Now, Michael, probably just for me, yeah, I, I don't, if I had a dollar for every phone call, text message, tweet I see, received this week with your name in it, I'd be a pretty rich man today. Um, I don't know if you have Twitter, but... Uh, if you do or you don't, I'll suggest maybe having a look because you have literally exploded. So I see you on the AFLW uh, Player of the Week. Um, now, obviously, that's a huge accomplishment, but where does that rank compared to winning the, the AFLW Fantasy Scorer of the Week? <laughs> oh, we'll definitely go Fantasy Scorer better. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Uh, it's funny, actually, uh, when we, cause we we obviously had your teammate Mim Strom on, uh, I think, two weeks before the season started, and uh, we did say to her that um, tackles is the the most efficient way to get points in fantasy, so you get four points per tackle, and you're the, the number one tackling player in the competition. And she did promise us that through the season that she was going to follow you around in every match and jump on top of every player you tackled. And sure enough, she's actually averaging a career high for tackles this season. So have you noticed her following you around at all in games? Because I've noticed it on TV. I noticed her annoying me at training. That's about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a bit hard fine. for her because she's she's taller, so she'll give away a couple more frees than me. Yeah, she's still tackling like really well though, isn't she? Oh, she's a jet. She's amazing. She's awesome. Yeah, and so with fantasy, it's um as Josh said, we uh, this is the second season of. AFLW fantasy and it's really exploded um 
last season there was just a couple of thousand coaches and this season we're pushing on five or six thousand and um yeah you were the most traded in player last round um obviously having a quite a start to the year you were in less teams and then you've found some really good form in the last couple of weeks uh, i think it's maybe started in the derby against west coast you had a really big game um i do i have to say this is not fantasy related but when Haley miller won the the medal for that game i've never seen someone so proud of another person in my life you look like a proud big sister when miller was called i was obviously stoked for her but stoked i didn't have to get up and talk again <laughs> yeah it must have been it must have been a weird experience not to win a medal uh it was amazing look i've been very lucky to win them in the past like probably shouldn't have won as many as i did so i'm happy she got it this year so probably just one for me. Obviously, uh, Michael and I have kind of been avid watchers of the AFLW since the first season. Um, one of the things I've definitely noted throughout the seasons have gone on is the quality of the game has gotten better and better and better each season. Um, from someone who's kind of played from season one, how are you seeing, I guess, the progression of women's football and just the quality and the standard of the game increasing every season? Yeah, obviously the standard's bound to rise considering we're spending more time here, spending more time training, more time with your, your hands on the footy. It's bound to go up and, and just the girls that have come up now in the last couple of drafts, they've been playing since they were younger, whereas when first season we had girls that had only played for one season or, or, or not even. So it's bound to get better and it's only an upward trajectory from here. Yeah, I guess um, Ebony Marinoff is a good example of the fact that, and, and a few others, that like you, like I said, you were dominating fantasy numbers the first few years. And in the last few years, you've actually had a lot of competition. So Marinoff, Hatchard, Riddell, there's a few of them that are nipping at your heels for the best fantasy scorer. It's really good for the competition. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, you see how good those players are. I'm surprised I'm up there with them, let alone. Oh, he- please. <laughs> <laughs> You're the GOAT. So, um, Michael, probably just to touch on my kind of call to fame moment with Kiara, and I don't know if she actually remembers it, but as you know, Kiara was the runner-up of AFLW last year. We got a hat. Um, I'm not going to mention the game because the result wasn't great, but it was prelim final weekend. Um, you were in Melbourne, and um, I actually ran into you. I think you were getting a bite to eat, and um, obviously you, ha- you were in my team and you were scoring well at that point, so politely come up and ask for a photo, um, you politely said yes, fantastic. I think you were a bit shocked that um, I was wearing my Brisbane Lions uh, attire, which probably wasn't the best time for a photo. Um, I guess with your AFLW fantasy stardom, and you know, yes, you play all right, and you know, you're probably favourite to win a best best and fairest this year. But are you seeing more and more people approaching you on the street and asking for photos and kind of recognising you guys more and more? Yeah, it definitely catches you off guard, especially when you're just at the shops and you're buying a packet of Tim Tams and your shop probably shouldn't and someone comes up to you and asks for a photo. Uh, but no, you were eating it's healthy, by the way. You weren't at Macca's. When I bumped into you, I think you were, you're at Subway. So you're eating oh. healthy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I was at Hungry Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely a lot more now than it was in, in season one. I guess that's obviously the coverage that we get now and, and the media, the media street that's that's gone on recently. Hmm. Um, I've got a couple of questions regarding maybe the rest of the season for yourself. Um, now, obviously, on the podcast here, we we care mostly about fantasy rather than actual results. Um, but <laughs> you earlier in the season, you were playing a little bit forward. I noticed. I'm not sure whether that was because of the COVID stuff or whether it was just a bit of a the coach mixing things up. Um, but I know that Kaufman has been playing a bit in the middle lately. 
um, and her fantasy scoring has gone up as well. And I'm wondering if you're expecting her to maybe keep some see, some midfield minutes for the rest of the season or? Uh, I'd probably say so considering Gabby's obviously mm. got a bit of an injury. So rotations-wise, I'd say she'd come in. Um, Trent says I can't kick any goals, so I'm not usually that forward. <laughs> <laughs> and on your form, obviously, as I said, since West Coast, the West Coast game the last three weeks, you're averaging like an insane, I think it's like 130, 140 fantasy points. Um, can we expect that kind of form for the rest of the season? Or do you think you might be getting rotated through the forward line? Or No, nah, like I said, Trent, I can't really kick over 30, so I'm not kicking any goals. <laughs> so, no, nah, I'll, I'll no doubt stay mid and, and run around there. And, that's that's what uh, we want to hear. If anything, I'll have a short stint forward, but that will be my... Yep. No, my rest right. instead of going off. I said, well, it's what I want to hear. So I have you on my team. Josh, he claims to love you, right? Doesn't have you on his team. <laughs> so make that what you will. If you don't like probably, him, you can say it. It probably explains why I've dropped her in the rankings this year. But um, <laughs> you are in the week in the team this week. So that's an exclusive on the pod. Kiara is in my team this week. Uh, she is coming in, so I'll probably be one of 7,000 people that bring you into my team this week. Yes. so I'm, I'm probably still not going to talk to you, Josh. I'll talk to you, Martin. Good. That's, that, that's a fantastic <laughs> answer. You can come on again anytime you want. Uh, but, yeah, you're actually, I think, currently you sit at the third most traded in player again this week. So a lot of people think it's not too late. Uh, with the way fantasy works is that you go up in price, obviously, based on recent performance. So people are jumping on thinking that your recent form is what you might do for the rest of the year. Um, I'm probably thinking the same because I've been captaining Marinoff, who has been my my main midfielder all year, um, and you've been vice captain. But I'm thinking of maybe making you captain, which doubles any points you score. Come on, Michael, she's doing the pod. She has to be captain this week. I think she will be, and especially now I know that um, that Coops doesn't want her forward because early in the year she was playing a little bit forward, and it was definitely limiting the amount of cuddles she could get. Well, hopefully I'll have some good games coming up for you, though. Yes. Or 19 tackles. That's just incredible on the weekend, which is uh, actually equaling your career high, I believe. And I'm also equaling how sore I am every week. Oh, no. Maybe I shouldn't captain you then. (laughs) So it honestly doesn't look like it, but 19 tackles is ridiculous. It's... Yeah. And that, that's a stat in itself. Yeah. I mean, a a lot of people... I know, obviously, some people don't like comparing the women's game to the men's game, but... The, the time spent on ground, the quarters are obviously 15 minutes, but that is inclusive. There's no time on time on until the last two minutes of a quarter. So in reality, the quarters are about half the length um, of the men's game. And you also, which means you actually hold the record for the most points, fancy points per minute in a game across the men's and women's competition in history. There was a game um, where, sorry, go. You're talking me up. I'm, I'm, I'm blushing a bit here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a game where you scored, I think, about 130 points in like 50% game time. So it was just incredible. Michael, probably just the last thing for me to wrap it up. Um, so obviously it is proud uh, pride round this uh, round, Kiara. Obviously we get the privilege of seeing you in the Fremantle Jumper special for this occasion. Um, did you just want to kind of mention what this round means to you personally um, and, and what this means, I guess, the AFLW in general? Yeah, obviously for us to wear the Pride jersey, you know, in the purple this year as well. Last year we wore it in the white because we're away, but in the purple in front of all our fans that are going to be at Freo, it's pretty incredible. Like I I know that our club supports me and my family and my and my son, obviously my partner. I've been, it's just, it's incredible. There's no words for it. The support that they give us is is insane. 
You know, that, that's amazing. And uh, you, definitely, obviously, listeners can't see what you're wearing, but it looks re- it's a really good top. So um, I encourage <laughs> people to uh, get to the game if they're over there and if they're not, watch it on TV and check out the, the jersey. And make sure when you go out to training tonight, you get on to Mim and tell her that she can't lord it over you now because you've been on the best podcast in the world as well. Oh, I give her a lot of stick anyway, and this is just extra, extra dollars. <laughs> no, but thank you so much for joining us, Kyle. I really appreciate it. And uh, good luck on the weekends. No, Love thanks so much for having me, guys. Thanks. Please. Have a good thanks, one. Thanks, Wow. How good's Kiara? That was the, the, the goat, the queen, all in the words of Kiara, just call me Kiara. That was, <laughs> I, that was oh, yeah. really, that was amazing. I feel a little humbled, to be honest. I was a little bit starstruck, but I was trying to, I was trying to keep my cool. I think it's awesome. So I think obviously this is the second season of AFLW Fantasy and seeing that the game kind of grow and seeing obviously this is the number one podcast, but I know there's other podcasts uh, out there. There's other, I guess, news outlets kind of speaking about it. I know kind of Selby was really big about the whole idea of AFLW Fantasy was for people to get engaged with AFLW and watch AFLW and participate. Mm -hmm. So kind of seeing people like, you know, Kiara join on and, um, spend some time with us. I thought was 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 fantastic. Oh, it's it's amazing, especially when obviously Kara doesn't. You know, it's like she's not. It's not like she's someone who plays fantasy or anything. So she's done it purely to sort of help us out. And on that note, you know, thank you a lot to the Fremantle Football Club, which has now provided two of its players, which is awesome. Right? Obviously, that's just uh, time they're giving us for free and just to help promote the the game and to help coaches. Right? You know, they know there's a lot of passionate fantasy coaches out there, and so they're just trying to do something for the fans. So I hope people really appreciate the time they've given us. Absolutely. And probably just uh, just to clarify, I think I mentioned the word pr- proud round a couple of times. Right. I was extremely <laughs> nervous. Yeah. It's definitely pride round. No, um, I'm with you and, there. And definitely for everyone who has an opportunity, um, have a look at the AFLW Twitter handle. Um, they're doing a bit of a, a story on each jersey and, and showing the jersey and mm. what it means to the girls. So definitely encourage jumping on the AFLW Twitter handle and having a look. And how Smick did the top look. They did look nice. fantastic. And I think, once again, the best AFLW podcast gets an exclusive look uh, before I hit the <laughs> Twitter true. pages. Um, so very good for our listeners. Yes. Also, I, I, I was a bit of a spoiler. Um, I may have had a peek at the most traded in and out players this week um, for the the insights that I do for Selby each week. Um, and the I haven't done the insights yet, um, but yeah, Kiara is the th- I think so. I think I said third, but I think she's actually the second most traded in after Jenna Richardson. So uh, a little bit of a spoiler there. But um, on on our teams, before you go, Porter, how are you going this season? Are you are you able to back it up from your second? I'd rather season? not talk about how my team's tracking. Um, I've kind of chased a couple of things. So um, obviously, I went Riddell captain a couple of times, and. Um, Marinoff started to come in and, and killed a 130, 140. It truly killed me. I think this season has kind of been a bit different compared to last year where mm-hmm. I think last year you had Prasparkas and Robotum in your midfield who could kind of own M4, M5. That's not the case this year. You kind of really, which is a bit ironic that Robotum and Prasparkas are back in my team this week. <laughs> um, but I think this year is kind of, you really need that really strong M5 and a really strong midfield, which I just haven't had. So currently sitting at 221. Oh, that's right. It's not contention for a hat. An outside chance of a hat. Um, but seeing some of the teams out there, I think last year 
Michael, we didn't really have, we still had rookies on our field. I think this year with the cash gen and obviously how the salaries mm. changed, we're going to have full strength teams. Well, close to much. it. Uh, the top to teams it. might. I won't. I definitely won't. I won't have all my rookies off my ground. Um, I do want to pull you up on something there, though. You said you're bringing Prasparkas this week. How are you bringing Prasparkas and Kiara? Because you said you're bringing Bowers in this week. That is true. Um, <laughs> and all I'll say is I have a, I have found a way to make it work. Right. Okay. So you've got a pre-made leave in your team, I'll, I'll assume. Uh, so let's just say Riddell, <laughs> Riddell has overstayed her welcome. Yes, no, I feel, I feel you there. And Kiara Bowers is in. How about nice. you? How are you tracking? Um, well, like the team I made, obviously, um, you know, I haven't done podcasts all season since the preseason. Unfortunately, I was a bit unwell and wasn't able to get around to it. Um, so the team that I sort of made publicly, I haven't done too well with. I haven't really touched it that much, but it's it's, it's only about, I think, 300th or something. Um, I did make a team, as you know, for my housemate who she wanted to have a team and then she decided she didn't want to at round one. So I've been doing all the trades for her every week and that team's about 30th. Um, so that one's going all right. Um, plus there was the team that Bainey and I threw together in about 30 seconds for the podcast itself. Like the team I think is named um, FW Fantasy Pod and that team's like 110th as well. So um, I think in... For fairness, if that team finishes top 100, I'll probably tell Selby to give uh, 101st the hat. Presuming there's hats, of course, I actually haven't heard any confirmation on it. I haven't asked either. Um, I know that last season, yourself and Rez, who was the winner, actually contributed some of the prize money to getting hats. So um, as far as I'm aware, there's no extra sponsors on board to pay for the hats or anything. So I don't know if that's confirmed. I hope it is because I'm a chance to get one. Um, But yeah, otherwise- We shall see. Yeah, it's been an interesting ride. And like I said, I brought in Bowers last week, um, but Captain Marinoff. And after talking with Kiara today, I think maybe Bowers is going to be captain this week. Big, big call. So she does play Collingwood, which is, I think, going to leak a couple of midfield minutes. But I think probably just for me to kind of wrap up as we go into round eight, um, we've got two Friday night games, which are exciting. So Mm. we get to... Uh, including Marinoff and Hatchard on, on, on Friday night, who I'm assuming mm. would be um, majority of the captain. Um, probably what's the best thing for us is obviously we've had to play with a lockout majority of the rounds. So we're going to be able to see the teams of of six of the nine matches um, with obviously uh, the Bulldogs, Saints, uh, Giants, Hawthorne and Frio, Collingwood on Sunday. Mm. Um, but, yeah, big, exciting round eight to come. Um for me, hopefully, I'm trying to get into a hat position. So hopefully to, to move up the ranks a little bit um, after a slow start. Yeah. But once again, how good was Kiara? Oh, she was she was a great sport too. She was awesome. Um, and just to the so listeners out there, again, I apologize for not being able to do weekly podcasts this season. Um, yeah, I did fall a bit unwell. And obviously, as everyone knows, Bainey was unavailable. So uh, hopefully this helps satiate some of you um, and I'll see how I feel. Maybe I might do a, a post-season wrap pod or something like that. Maybe I'll get Selby on and, and do something about how the season went and maybe some plans for next year and things like that. But uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. And, and again, make sure you get around Fremantle because they've been amazing to support the fantasy community. And good luck this weekend. Thanks everyone.